0: Welcome to the Reader Copy Recap, it is March the 22nd and I am your host, my name is Chris and I am joined by my co-host Daniel.
1: Hey everyone, welcome again to a Reader Copy Recap and of course we're doing the next show, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, there on Disney+. Plus. We're doing episode one, the first one, New World Order.
0: Uh, it is directed by Carrie Scoglin, which I think she's
1: directing all the episodes. Okay, cool. Singular Vision.
0: But it is written by Malcolm Spellman and like I said, it's the first episode. If you tuned in last week, we did like a primer for the series and catching up with Falcon and Winter Soldier from all the movies to up to this point and it looks like we catch up with them 6 months after the blip and I don't like calling it the blip, yeah. but that's what the MCU calls it. I'd I, i I'd rather
1: call it, like, the snap. Is yeah. that a better name? That's what I call it, but I guess the snap is that one moment and not the whole five years, I guess. So that's the mm. lingo and that's the logic, I guess.
0: I think they also call it, like, the decimation. Is that what they call it sometimes? Oh,
1: yeah. That's kind of bleak, though. <laughs> a blip is yeah. kind of like, oh, it's fun. It's like a vacation. Gonna a blip. <laughs> <laughs> and... I would say this episode
0: is pretty much just uh, catching up with the two characters and how they're dealing with both being unblipped yeah. and living without Captain America.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what do I do now? It's uh, I'd say it's like for me, it's like I'm warming up for this. I think, you know, it's mm-hmm. not getting some traction yet and there's some stuff leading up to it, but not really feeling it yet.
0: Right. We get hints of certain things that's going to probably develop more as the series goes on. But I mean, the two main characters don't even interact in this episode yet. They haven't even crossed paths yet.
1: True. They're, n- they're not barely friends. They're not in- exchanging phone calls even.
0: Yeah. I mean, Sam is like the replacement sidekick, if you think about it. like, <laughs> 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 So... Um Sam is dealing with the burden of taking over the shield and it seems like he doesn't want to do it.
1: Yeah, he's uh he's like pass man. It's it, it doesn't feel like mine as right. um like in the beginning of the episode he's already like looking at the shield kind of in a weird way like he's rejecting it because it doesn't feel right, right?
0: Yeah, he packs it up. He doesn't even use it. Um, what he is, though, he's working with the Air Force, and he's on a mission to take down um, Badrock. He, we remember him from the second Captain America movie.
1: Yeah, George St. Pierre, the UFC fighter. And mm. uh, I loved his like action in Winter Soldier, and here to, a, a bit too, right, fighting in that little... Uh, plane as um sam is doing this mission to find a captain captain passant some yeah. type of military guy
0: he's been kidnapped and this whole action sequence is pretty cool um he uses red Wing, his like robot drone thing a lot and the way he can kind of like fly in and out of the plane is pretty cool yeah and then on contrast to like um the LAF, which is like the terrorist group, they have like those wingsuits. That's that's also pretty cool. Like they're gliding in and out of helicopters. I thought that whole sequence was pretty dope.
1: It's kind of a, a point break kind of vibe, right? Those <laughs> um flight wingsuits as they're flying around. It's pretty fun, and um you know you also get to see those wings around those like a rocky mountain desert. It's kind of a cool look, right? A contrast.
0: Right. Assisting Sam in this mission is Lieutenant Joaquin Torres. And if you're a comic book reader, you know that this character actually takes over the mantle of Falcon later on.
1: Yeah, he does take up the role in the comics. He's kind of like a fanboy, it sounds like. Right. I'm calling it now I think this guy's Mephisto <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding uh, and
0: then um, they go on the mission and Falcon finally like saves the captain just before they go over like the border of airspace or whatever that they can't cross yeah
1: Libya yeah, um, yeah. just just enough to save him right from from, uh, mm-hmm. from Badrock
0: so it seems to me like though Falcon doesn't want to be Captain America he doesn't want to take over that mantle he, he is a hero in his own right as the Falcon right yeah like i just think like the the weight of that shield and the responsibility of it and everyone looking up to it he doesn't want to deal with that or he feels like he doesn't deserve that yet
1: the weird thing too is he was you know part of the military and um when you first meet him he's like not in active missions he's like doing some VA work. Right. So it's kind of like he stepped away from the work. Um, but I guess now he's like, he's been Falcon for a little while now he wants to get back into missions. And that's what this mm-hmm. is, like a kind of entry into that after unblippening.
0: Well, I think um, they even mentioned it, like he has Star Tech in his wings now with, oh. with Red Wing and, and all that. So like, I think it's funner for him now
1: than before <laughs> yeah yeah i guess he's also like a solo mission maybe he's been looking for that right
0: yeah and after the mission he's sitting down with torres and he's like i guess fixing his
1: thrusters or whatever i, I didn't know he's like tech savvy but apparently he knows how to do that yeah he can like uh, he's tweaking with it and he's angry when torres tries to like fiddle with it too so <laughs> yeah. it's i guess more point to him like not trusting some of the military people as they're like seeing the ops playing around with his work and it breaks
0: and then like uh, a stranger even notices him and thanks him for like returning his wife who was blipped or dusted or snapped, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think like in a way, like it's a little bit getting into his head. Like, oh I'm I'm an Avenger, right? Like I saved half the people. Uh, I have like a certain clout, right? And we'll see that later in the episode when he tries to use that and it kind of backfires. But anyway, this is with him and Torres. Are talking about
1: where Captain America is now and he has like an idea that he's hiding on the moon. Some secret base on the moon. Um, but you know Sam just squashes that. Well, another thing Torres is talking about is the Flag Smashers as he's like yes. um, experimenting with his phone looking around and there's like some type of hologram that pops up in the um, on his phone and it shows like the Flag Smasher hand imprints right?
0: Yeah the Flag Smashers are this like group of anti-borders I guess they, they think like the world was better when half the people were gone and the world was kind of like united to work together. And um, I kind of see their point.
1: Uh, I guess. Yeah, I don't think it's worth <laughs> it, though. You know what I'm saying?
0: <sighs> uh, then we jump to see Bucky, and it's actually a flashback.
1: Yeah, um, it is in like some type of maybe Russian type of Soviet Union country, right? As right. um, Winter Soldier's on a mission Taking down some type of maybe gangster Looking dudes all the while like you know Doing his Winter Soldier thing he still got the long Hair and he's this is a flashback mm-hmm. with him All in action fighting with his middle arm And everything it's an awesome scene But there's a bystander you know um, A kid that's kind of a guy that's um, Just happened to be you know going back to his hotel But he gets gunned down by the Winter Soldier No witnesses yeah and It turns
0: out it's a nightmare Bucky Just keeps having all these nightmares of all his Assassinations and during During his therapy, you know, he's trying to deny it and he's trying to say, like, he's fine. But, you know, everyone knows that he's dealing with, like,
1: pretty much PTSD. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like there's also not his own memories because it's, like, not his decisions. It's kind of—it's really on top of that, right? a whole other layer. Um, And the therapist is saying you got to make amends, right? Right.
0: And he's trying to make amends. He's trying to, like, you know, clear his his past. And I guess what he's doing is— Bringing justice to the people that, I guess, benefited from his assassinations,
1: right? Yeah, like that politician in the car or whatever, just kind of threatening them to say, you know, quit it. I know I did everything for you guys, but quit <laughs> it. Okay. Yeah. And we see that she's still, like,
0: doing some shady stuff. And there was a guy that was in there with a gun and he, like, knocked him out right away. Yeah, yeah. And that was really cool.
1: He's not supposed to be doing that when you're making amends, threatening <laughs> people and hurting people. But, um... He's breaking literally all the rules that the therapist gave him. Mm-hmm. His therapist
0: also mentions that it's part of his pardon. So I guess he is like
1: kind of like off the hook for killing all those people. <laughs> I mean, he also was part of saving half of the universe. So that's kind of a ways there, but I know. mean,
0: yes, but I feel like they still would have saved the universe if he wasn't there. You think so? <laughs> I, I think his bullets helped, but really like it was, you know, it was Iron Man that saved the world. <laughs>
1: And there's a big battlefield, you know, you're kind of just <laughs> your screen, your your time on screen was like a half a second <laughs> in you Honestly,
0: if if Iron Man saw you on the battlefield, he would have killed
1: you too cuz <laughs> you guys didn't leave on good terms. I guess so. Um, another thing, he's um, visiting one of his uh, friends, an older friend, Lies, I mean, a friend that is very old, an old Asian <laughs> guy, um, yeah. Yuri. Um, and, you know, they're going to hang out and have some sushi.
0: And it seems like they've known each other for a while and they have lunch regularly because, like, the, even the waitress like, oh, you guys are not having your, your usual. And Yuri, like the great wingman that he is, wakes yeah, him up with a date. <laughs>
1: the waitress my man yuri all right <laughs>
0: i'm calling it now yuri's mephisto <laughs> uh,
1: this whole time also i'm thinking yuri is um like an old actual maybe army friend like they were maybe at war together right like that's what i thought ages kind of line up right um mm. it turns out yuri's own son was killed overseas right uh, yes. We come to find out later that that is actually the bystander that Winter Soldier killed earlier.
0: Right. And he's trying to find a way to even confess or or tell him that it was him. But, you know, he, he can't do it. And I don't see how he, sh- he should or could. Like, if he if he told Yuri
1: that, yeah, I was the one that killed, like, Yuri would hate him forever, right? Right. And also, it just kind of rile that up again. And I don't think it's any... Mm-hmm. But is Yuri gonna threaten in Winter Soldier? I don't, I don't think it's gonna, there's no amends there.
0: Yes. And then, um, we catch up with Sam again, and he's, um, with his sister and his two nephews, and they're running the family business, which is like, I think, like a shrimp boat, but they're struggling financially.
1: Yeah. It's, a uh, Louisiana fishing boat, and, um, um, the sister wants to sell it because she's been struggling these last five years during the blip while Sam right. hasn't been there. So, mm-hmm. but it, half of the boat is Sam's and he wants to keep it for the family legacy.
0: And he kind of doesn't get it that why, why she wants to sell it. And it feels like half of it is his and he doesn't want to give up the the memories, I guess, of his parents, of their parents. So, he's like, we'll just go get a loan. Trust me, we can get it. Um, do you know who I am? Like, <laughs> of course, they're going to give you loan. <laughs> people
1: know. People like me. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I'm Anthony Mackie. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. And then uh, Bucky goes on that date with the sushi girl, and he's rusty, right? He he hasn't <laughs> danced in a couple decades, and um, so they're kind of awkwardly explaining like he's like his why is he always wearing gloves, and they play Battleship, kind of a weird date, right, yeah. at her mm-hmm. own sushi place. <laughs> I know. Uh, I've worked at restaurants before. I never eat at the restaurant I worked at. <laughs> <laughs> and then um as the uh things come up about family and Yuri, that kinda of rouses him up so much they just kind of abandons and ditches her, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and goes back to Yuri. I think he was
0: he was gonna go confess Yuri, but you know, he just couldn't do it. He couldn't, you know, build himself up to
1: get the courage to say it. Yeah. Uh and uh it feels like this is the moment where he's gonna like ramp things up and make amends in uh maybe more of an action like more even more than just threatening politicians, right. I think that's what's gonna wrap right. up in the next episode. Um and then we catch up with Mephisto, aka Joaquin Torres <laughs> as <laughs> He's, uh, he finds some action online with the flag smashers, right? Uh, mm-hmm. what is it? Some type of other country he's, uh, learns that there's an action going on and he puts on some of the flag smasher masks to, um, blend in with the right. crowd, right?
0: Yeah. I guess they're trying to like, he thought it was like a meetup to join them. Right. But it turns out they are just using them as decoys so that they could rob the bank and get away. And then we see a flag smasher, obviously super powered because he jumps out of like the three-story window and lands and then like starts beating up some cops and he even like kicks um, one of the cops like clear across the street
1: yeah um, pretty far and then even beats up Torres a bit like leaves him there right mm-hmm. um, so we catch up again with uh, Sam trying to get the loan with his sister and it turns out that the the falcon clown isn't what it used to be it's, it's not getting him a <laughs> loan with this kind of sleazy uh, lender right
0: right even the lender's like how does it work does 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 Tony Stark pay you guys <laughs> and he says like it's usually like goodwill and like donations or whatever so I mean I guess it doesn't pay a lot to be an Avenger where have you been for five
1: years that's what he's asking like you have no work history <laughs> I think this this does not make sense to me like wouldn't the bank and just everyone half the world that's been here for five years would figure it out and kind of yeah. like you know we, <laughs> we understand you're around you don't have work history <laughs> it doesn't make sense really
0: And only this is like making the sister like more and more upset and she kind of like knew this was going to happen. Like, you know, Sam, you weren't here for the hard times. I know you want to do good, but like I told you this was not going to work.
1: Yeah, it's uh, some sibling like kind of fighting back and forth, right? You know, there's this baggage there. Um and, um, as they get rejected, we do see some like nice moans from them as they like bring in some dinners to the the homeless people in the neighborhood right, right. kind of nice, yeah. you know this family's kind of heroic in their own way,
0: exactly, so I feel like Sam is. Almost like getting in touch again, learning to get in touch again with like his family and and the community and stuff like that. Because like he's been out of that. He's been in the limelight and been in the military for so long. She even says like, you know, you joined the Air Force right away. So like it's not fair that you can come back and kind of like make decisions while I was the one here struggling and and running the business.
1: So they did mention their father, right? And how he's like, they called him Gigantic do you think Mm -hmm. sam is related to whatever is a descendant of the first captain america you know the the experiment before steve rogers (laughs) do you think that's what i don't
0: i don't think he is in the comics i hope they don't kind of tie that together here it's too convenient but i i do think that whole like um isaiah bradley secret experiments on black military uh before captain america is going to come into play
1: okay I, i was wondering maybe um somehow um his nephews can somehow be patriot if it's somehow lineage maybe it skips a generation <laughs> or something you know <laughs> that could be a possibility uh yeah and then torres lets sam know about like that secret mission he had finding the flag smashers and how beat up he got yeah he got one kick to the face and he looked like he was paralyzed <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Uh, All the while, the sister turns on the news, and it turns out uh, there's a new recipe for Captain America. Captain America 2.0 comes out (laughs) on screen as the U.S. government introduces U.S. agent.
0: Yeah, and what a slap to the face, because, like, he donated that shield in memory of Steve Rogers, and it was in the case for, like, a day, and they took it out to give to someone else already.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's so, like, dig so much, because they even said, like, it's better this way that, you know, they lay it to rest. Right, even though they had these plans, it's kind of, you know, gross feeling.
0: So, we see um US agent. Do you think in any way he has like superpowers or is he just a dude in a suit?
1: I think he's just a dude in a suit. I think um maybe he is just a mascot and maybe he's just going to fail miserably. I think that's what's going to happen.
0: I I honestly think um he's going to go on like a mission and he's going to like die like right away. <laughs> Jeez, what? Wow. <laughs> just to show like America like you know you shouldn't be doing this and like I don't know like a flag smasher he goes up against a flag smasher and a flag smasher like beats him up really bad right away
1: uh, like like you know, these heroes are another league. Don't just be playing around with it. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. You can't just throw anybody, give them a shield, and think they're gonna be Captain America. Yeah. I mean, no offense to White Russell and you know the John Walker character he's playing, but him in that mask, <laughs> his face looks so smushed. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I've seen a lot of memes
0: online where they put the guy from Up yeah. in the, the mask. <laughs> so dumb uh he's not living up to the to the whole
1: symbol i got
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty much the end of that episode with the shocker that there's a new captain america um we still haven't heard from agent carter right what is she up to where is she i know she's
1: kind of like underground too and then um zemo what's he been up to like um do we have any indication of the secret stuff he's doing or is he <laughs> going to be on the side on our side again we don't know is he have ties to lef or the flag smashers there's kind of a lot of small groups in this series it seems like
0: and if you notice like um winter soldier when he's like checking off the list of people that he's like bringing to justice oh yeah one of the names was zemo on there
1: so Um, i bet he's gonna show up like when bucky tries to find him i didn't notice that okay wow so yeah i think this episode is feels like we're warming up to something bigger kind of more Mm -hmm. traction as the two guys meet up and have maybe missions together right
0: yeah it's definitely just setting the stage and showing how I think this episode is mainly about Steve I mean uh Sam it was mainly about Sam and not feeling ready to be Captain America. He didn't want it like thrust upon him so he put it to the side mm-hmm. and even Don Cheadle, um Rhodey was there and he was surprised that he didn't do it, right? But I guess it's just too much for Sam. But I think throughout the course of the series he gonna, he's going he's going to learn that he has
1: to do it. I think so. Maybe when a US Agent finally tanks and he gets the shield back at <laughs> I think I can see that happening. Uh, Also, one question I have is, like, why did they put WandaVision before Winter Soldier, before Falcon and Winter Soldier? Maybe was there, like, something about maybe, like, the, you know, economic uh, hardships that the country's kind of facing in the show? Maybe it was, like, too real life, maybe? (laughs) I think um
0: I think it just finished filming first. And, okay. And um, you know, they weren't really they didn't need to be in order, so they were just like, let's just put it out. Okay, gotcha. Uh, where do you think Steve Rogers is?
1: Oh yeah, he's just out and about, right? Do you think he's alive? I think he's alive because he's gonna he's hanging out with Peggy, right, this whole time. But the way they talk about Steve is if
0: like the world thinks he died during the battle of Endgame, I think. The way they like build a monument to him and all this stuff, it's seems like the world doesn't know where he is if he's alive or not oh
1: right the rest of the world
0: yeah like torres thinks he's on the moon (laughs) yeah and
1: uh some people think like he might be dead already Uh, yeah it's well they have it's like a memorial what they have in the beginning of the episode the museum right so i think they do think he's dead maybe they're just lying um but again we know that steve is hanging out with peggy right this whole time just in the shadows could he possibly doing be doing missions we don't know i mean at endgame he was like what a hundred years old (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess so. He's still doing missions at 100? I don't know. Okay, my timing is off. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah
0: i don't know where he's at i hope he's alive i i think he might show up in maybe like a secret invasion or
1: something like that but we'll see oh is it old as old old man steve rogers old man steve okay okay
0: but yeah the episode was pretty good um how would you compare it to like the first episode of wandavision do you think this is
1: better no i think wandavision is better just because there's more questions like there's like magic and everything it's kind of a cooler style to it than <laughs> you know going on a mission uh I think we need to ramp up maybe the action a bit. Some of the action was pretty good, but yeah, the the wings were pretty cool. I thought, Mm -hmm. Um, but I think you know, without Steve, without Captain America and his like hardcore action. Yeah. Um, I find it maybe at some times the fighting was lackluster, but okay,
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll probably see a lot more as even the, the two characters meet up and get together and team up and uh, maybe team up with Zemo. So I expect there to be more action. The, the show I feel like is like a movie quality already. You think so?
1: Yeah. It gave me kind of like um the Netflix Marvel show vibes a bit. Okay. Maybe a bit yeah. more smaller, I mean, smaller than the MCU movies. Mm-hmm. Um, But you know, it's going to ramp up and, and we know that it's, it's as a as a team like you said
0: well i heard um in an interview that episode two is gonna really kick it up a notch so i'm excited for the second episode um tune in next week when we recap it i can't wait if you haven't already please subscribe to the reader copy podcast
1: uh just search us in your podcast app that's right and you can uh, let us know what you thought about episode one on all of our social medias you can find us at the reader copy podcast we're on facebook instagram and twitter
0: That's not the only thing that came out this week. Of course, Zack Snyder's Justice League cut came out. So we'll talk about that on Wednesday's episode of the Reader Copy podcast. Um, Be sure you subscribe and we'll see you then. Uh, Until then, Daniel, do you have any kind of outgoing message?
1: I am a real American. (laughs) Okay. All right. Just picture me with a Uh, a huge American flag I'm waving.
0: Okay. No, I'm
1: not. (laughs) All right. See you guys. See you guys.